Hello, welcome to the Mind of a Football Coach Podcast. I've taken a little drive today, had an appointment to go to, and I figured I'd use my trusty dusty iPhone and the, the headphones to, to record a little little podcast uh, on my on my ride. Take advantage of of some alone time here in the in the vehicle. And yeah, I'm sure uh, you know, if you're like me this time of year, as a, as a football coach, your season is either winding down if you're not making the playoffs or your season's about to ramp up. And you're, if you're going to uh, go, be going to the playoffs, congratulations, right? Or if you're on the, the bubble and you're, you're pushing towards uh, potentially getting into the playoffs, that's awesome as well. And there's, yeah, there's a lot to be said for finishing strong, finishing a season well, uh, pushing through. I know for us this year, we've had a lot of injuries. Uh, we've had uh, some games that uh, we lost that were close games. Uh, so, you know, we're not going to be in the, in the playoffs this year. Uh, but I'm proud of our guys. I'm proud of their work. Uh, I was talking to our assistant coaches yesterday. We were all talking and... If you came to practice at our, our place and you, you observe practice Monday through Thursday, you wouldn't have any idea what our record is. Uh, we're three and six at the moment. Uh, you would think that we were nine and zero. Oh. You would have no idea what our record is. Uh, and I think that's really, that's really a good thing. Uh, it's not to pat myself on the back or pat our coaches on the back, but I think it's to just emphasize the point of man, just, just try to be the same person every day as a coach for your players. And whether you won or you lost on Friday, try to be the same person on Monday. I know some programs meet on Saturday to watch the film, break it down, to break down the previous game. It's not something that I've ever done or ever really planned to do. I've done that. I did that as an assistant coach because the head coach told me to be there. And so I went, but that wasn't something that I thought was – a good thing because we couldn't really make it mandatory if a player had to go do something on Saturday they would miss so then they would, they would miss the film they would miss the correction so I do think it's important that uh, we uh, continue to progress and get better and for me that's Monday film right we obviously I just said we don't do we don't watch film on Saturday uh, but as we you know, we watch the tape on Monday uh, we learn from it we move forward and then we get ready to prepare for the next week. And I think if, you know, as a coach, we can keep that process generally the same every week. I think it will help our players play to the best of their ability every week because the, the week before should not dictate how we play this week. Uh, even if, you know, guys are hurt, uh, then you can't obviously use them, but uh, you're going to get the next guy ready the best of your ability as a coach and it's important that uh, you know, we stay in the present moment that we don't get too high or too low and I was reading an article uh, on ESPN and it was about Mike Norvell and his time at Florida State and his players were some of his players were interviewed and they were talking about how uh, you can't really tell with coach Norvell if they just came off a win or a loss that they're going to watch the film the same way. And uh, that's something that I know we try to do. We try to just evaluate the film 
and then move forward. And we like our process. We like the way we prepare, uh, like the way we get our guys ready to, to play a game. And I'm sure every other coach listening to this podcast does the same thing, right? We have a process to get our guys ready. And I think as a coach, that's what you stick to. That's, that's, our, that's our lifeline. Uh, we are going to get our guys ready to play. And you know, for us, that's a that's a certain way to practice on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then get them ready, and hope and they're ready on Friday. And uh, I think as a as a coach, as a leader, it's important that uh, we try to be the same guy every day. And the coaches that I've worked for, the coaches that I've played for, that could do that, uh, were to me were the best ones I had. That you, you knew what you were going to get. The coach wasn't going to be too up or too down. Uh, and he was going to just continue to be, he was going to continue to coach me, right, when I was a player. Continue to coach me, continue to help me. And uh, that that's really important, I think, in our, our jobs too, right? I, I think that you know, whatever, you know, one day I want to put a poll out there and I want to ask the, the listeners of mine, a football coach, what everybody does for, for, for a living, right? Do a poll and find out that data uh, but you know for us as employees you know that I, my prayer for for us is that we would be the same person every day I remember in high school we had a defensive coordinator uh, and we used to we'd talk uh, during the season and even after I this my senior year was over and we would we would talk about Man, just trying to stay down the middle, the middle path, right? Uh, not too high, not too low, and trying to just make the best decisions possible with the data that is at our fingertips, right? Uh, I was talking to Coach Foley, who is the head coach at Grafton. Yesterday, uh, we had a JV game. We played uh, Grafton in a JV game on Monday at our place, which was yesterday at the time of this recording, and. Uh, you know, just talking about we both work for people who can be too up or too down, and it's good to work with people that you know what to expect. And I think our players really value uh, value it when they know what to expect from us. That you know, even if we come off coming off a great win or a tough loss, obviously there's emotion there, right? We're going to feel different emotions. That's one of the reasons why I don't like to be on Saturday. Because it's too close to the game, right? Uh, you know, I think for us as coaches, we're we're invested in our programs, right? So things mean they they, they mean a lot to us, and uh, I think it's good to give ourselves separation from our players after games. I really think that's a that's a that's a much needed thing. Uh, so again, that's why we we don't do anything for the next week until Monday after school because it gives everybody a chance to get a break. And uh, then go about go about our business, um, you know. And this year uh, for us, uh, there's been some you know, some tough times, right? And been I've coached on teams, uh, and I've played for teams where we had a bunch of good times. And man, if you do this long enough, and this is I'm speaking really to young, to younger coaches or guys just getting into coaching, you're going to have seasons that are that are both. You're going to have years where you can't do anything wrong, and you're going to have years where you can't do anything right. <laughs> Right, I don't mean anything. It just feels like that, right? Uh, because when you watch the film, the truth's usually somewhere in the middle. Uh, you know, we didn't play as good as we thought we played, and we didn't play as bad as we thought we played. 
and obviously there's only two results you can get in football. You can win or lose. But I think what's important for me, at least this time of year, as, as I'm reflecting back on the year, some and looking forward to next year, I'm watching the film going, how much better did we get from week one as a team? And then, you know, how much better, how did certain players develop? How do certain players continue to move forward and make themselves better as the year as the year progresses? And then for me, what I also like to do this time of year as the season wraps up is I'll make a new folder in my uh, OneDrive and I put the next year's roster on it as we look towards the new year, right? So we know who our returners, what they play last year, uh, how many in each class do we have, just to refresh and then to start to formulate the plan. Because I think the plan for the next season, uh, at least for me, I, I know it, it starts, it really for me starts now. Uh, we're, we're evaluating who's back, what can they play, and then we'll, we'll go from there. And I think each year has a life, is a life, has a life of its own. Uh, I think in high school, you know, for me at the place I'm at, that's, that's a fact. Your roster, our roster turns over a good amount every year, and the types of players change. Uh, it's different types of people, different pieces, uh, different, <laughs> different ingredients. Uh, so you have to, uh, for the next year, you're trying to whip up the best uh, recipe possible for your team and your program. And uh, that's an ongoing process. That process never stops. And the coaches that I've coached for that are, that are really, really good coaches, that's the way I look at it too. The, the process never stops. Uh, I know there's places where, uh, you know, the talent level is higher than others, and then you know, I think your, your win-loss record looks different. But I think as a coach, you can't really be concerned with that because your roster is your roster. And you're going to have what you have. And you're going to coach them up to the best of your ability. You're going, you're going to love those kids. You're going to help them perform. And then as a, as a coach, I think our job is to get them ready to play their best every week. That's been my pre, pre-game speech every game. Let's play, your, let's play our best game tonight. Play your best game tonight. And what does that look like uh, for, for our players, for your players? it looks like we have to just play it one snap at a time. Can't get too caught up in what happened the snap before. Let's live in this snap, and when this snap is over, let's move to the next one. And that's easier said than done, but I think it's something that you have to continually talk to your players about and model for your players. When that snap is over, go to the next one. And let's try to win that one. And how do you do that? It's, you know, how do you practice, right? Are we preparing our players to do that. A couple of years ago, I got a drill uh, from a guy that coached for a guy in the, in the mummy tree in college, and it's called Bandit Drill. And uh, if you Google that, you'll find that on uh, via Google, right? There's different articles that how mummy talks about his bandit drill. And you, know, you, you, move, the, you move, the, move the field, right? So you put the ball, like we start on the negative 10 right hash, run a play, the next play is on the negative 20 left hash. And you go up and down the field and you try to play the game before the game. And we huddle, but we're going to get in 40 team reps at practice on Tuesday and on Wednesday because we want to play the game before the game. 
and it helps our guys to know, hey, coach is going to call these plays on these locations on the field. And I think it's it's helped us, right? We have a, a young team. We're starting a freshman quarterback uh, again for the second year in a row. We have a freshman quarterback uh, playing a majority of the season. And, yeah, that's helped him develop. It's helped some other guys develop who have not played a lot until this year. And I think if your team is young, you need more team reps. Now, we film it, too, and we coach off the film. Uh, and we do that on Thursdays, right? So we take our varsity up to a classroom and, and on Thursdays, we watch cut-ups or practice film from Tuesday and Wednesday. And I think that's been very helpful for us to continue to get better uh, because I, I, there's, I, I know some guys will stop practice and, and coach a ton on, like, one single rep, and they'll spend time doing that. I just – in college, that wasn't modeled for me. In high school, it wasn't modeled for me. I'm a big uh, – I'm a guy that uses you know, short phrases, uh, those, those important – words those key words to get guys to understand what they have to do for a play and then we're going to watch it and correct it on Thursday now obviously if the play doesn't work at all right on Tuesday or Wednesday we'll stop and then uh, correct it and make sure we're blocking the right people the right technique uh, but the little stuff we're going to keep pushing uh, because we use bandit drill also as a means of conditioning because if we're going to play the game before the game we're going to get a lot of reps and then we're going to use that film to teach off of on Thursday and on Thursday our JV is down running their plays right on offense and going over their scheme on defense on the field uh, so we're trying to maximize our reps and trying to develop the whole program and I think that's something that uh, all the good programs I know do you're trying to get everybody working everybody make everybody better and regardless of the outcome of your of this particular season let's use good processes that the, the best use. You know, I'm texting coaches, I've been texting coaches this week about getting together in the off season because I love what they do, I love how they do it, and uh, I wanna learn from them, right? Because I, I think as a coach, we should always be learning. We're always trying to figure out, hey, how can I do this better? And yeah, that's what coaching is, right? Coaching is teaching. Coaching is also us as coaches learning how to be better coaches and how to help our players play to the best of their ability because if I'm going to expect my players to play the best of their ability I need to be the best coach I can be and I also need to go to work in the offseason right if we're going to expect our players to go to work in the offseason we need to go to work too and we need to continue to progress as a coach and make ourselves better uh, so yeah just want to share some thoughts this morning uh, just thank you for listening uh, to this podcast and uh, have a have a wonderful day